Well, hello, pinkies. It's the Fade Driver once again. Let me tell you how hectic it's been around here. It's been go, 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 go. I'm going to tell you all the amazing things I've been doing. Because <laughs> uh, that's all I do. I don't know. Uh, uh, it's been busy. But fun. So, you know, I had to change the thermostat in big old tow monster the diesel and I you know I looked into things YouTube is amazing because you can just uh, you can learn how to do basically anything you could ever think of on YouTube so I did a bit of research and stuff and I was hunting around and I looked and I thought you know uh, I I gathered that uh, <clears throat> The dealership would probably charge me about $200 to do this job. Um, so, you know, I phoned the dealership. I made an appointment and I was just greeted with disdain. Like, why are these dealerships always so horrible to deal with? Is it because they're inadequately staffed? Is it because the, the technicians or the bookers or the front desk staff are are, I don't know, overworked? Are, what, what kind of stresses are these people under that makes them so miserable? So I phoned my new local dealership in my little town I live in, and the, the, a woman answered, and she was just not pleasant. She was just, she was curt, and it was like, uh, are you a new customer? Yes. Ugh. I said, seriously, are you a new customer? Yes. Ugh. Or she said, or have you been with us before? No, I'm a new customer. Ugh. All right, just a minute. And then she'll, what's your name? <laughs> Tiki Taki Tiki in the typewriter, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Faye Driver, uh, what's your name? What kind of truck is it? So just like, why do we... Uh, and then so... I said, okay, this is what I want to do. Now, I was, you know, I'm very specific. I don't let them give me the 30,000-mile service or whatever. I say, I want this. So what I wanted was my thermostat changed because I had diagnosed it. I got the codes up. I got check engine lights coming up. I got the codes up. I got we I have weird temperatures happening with my, my uh, coolant temperature. It's not running very warm. And so, you know, from my research on the internet, everything points to the thermostat not working. I talked about the thermostat in the last episode, so I'm not going to go into it again. So, I have high confidence level that my thermostat is busted. I need a new thermostat. So, I booked and said, okay, I want a new thermostat put in. She didn't ask me any questions. Well, why? Why do you want a thermostat? It's odd that you would want a new thermostat. How do you know you want a thermostat? Like, if it was me, I would be like, well... How, you know, what are you, some sort of expert all of a sudden, that you know about thermostats for diesel engines? So she didn't bat an eye. And I said, I want an oil change. And fine. And then, okay, is anything else? No, that's everything. Okay, click. She doesn't, well, she didn't say goodbye, but it was like, I guess you're done with me. <laughs> um, so that put me in a bad mood. <laughs> I would not appreciate, did not appreciate that kind of treatment. 
So then I started kind of, I then I did a bit of research on, well, how much does a thermostat cost? So I, I looked it up on the internet and stuff, and I phoned my local tiny town parts store. Lord Co. is the what we use, what I have at my disposal, Lord Co. Parts. And I looked up on the internet for the Canadian national chain thermostat providers, <laughs> parts stores. And they're running between, you know, $40 and $50 for a thermostat. $60 for the Cummins thermostat, if you can find one. So I just phoned my local, my local provider, which was 10 minutes away in Tiny Town. And they, I have one. In, they have one in stock. It's not the Cummins. It's just the, it's a company. So I said, well, what's the manufacturer? And they said, Gusto or Gaston or something like that. So then, yeah, okay, good, thanks. Um, so then I did a research on this Gaston or whatever it was called, Gusto thermostat manufacturers and no bad reports and people are saying yeah I put a gusto in mine and it's been working fine for years so everyone nobody is saying these gustos are garbage because when you're buying discount parts you know I'm a little concerned about that um, and I want this truck to run properly because I, I put it under certain amounts of stress towing you know 12,000 pounds and stuff and going up mountains over top the Rocky Mountains we're doing this after this 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 uh, summer so I want I want to be confident in how my engine is running anyway blah 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 say so I said all right I'm gonna do it for 40 bucks I can get a thermostat save myself $160 I watched a couple of videos I popped the thermostat out. I had to remove about seven bolts. It took me longer to drain the antifreeze than it did to actually pop out the thermostat housing and put the new thermostat in. It was a breeze. So um, saved myself 150 bucks or more. And then I phoned and I canceled with Miss Bitchface at the dealership for all of the work that I had booked. So there dealership you want to treat me like that yeah and I had fun it was a good waste of an afternoon to uh, poke around in my in my truck and replace the thermostat now let me get my cruise control running here we'll just turn this on we're gonna pop up to telling you folks the cops in this around this these parts they're everywhere uh, there's a particularly bad spot where they like to hang out. Uh, I've passed that point by now, but anyway, you gotta be gotta watch your P's and Q's. No driving at 130 miles an hour in your Porsche around here, unless you're willing to pay the price, which I think would be uh, impounding your vehicle, because uh, that is uh, well over the uh, extra. Ex ex extreme speed what is it they have a name for it oh you know I want to talk about this are we supposed to be boycotting Gimlet Media have you heard this thing about Gimlet Media and how poorly they treat their people of color or by BIPOC um, people who work for them because there's a there's a bit of a scandal going on with uh, Reply All 
was doing an expose on Adam Burns's favorite magazine, uh, Condé Nast, and the cooking was that one cooking show, the cooking magazine. Forget what it's called. Um, so Reply All was doing this story on how poorly people are treated at the cooking magazine and there was two or three episodes of this uh, series coming out of Reply All and then all of a sudden everything stopped because apparently Reply All is now under investigation or uh, somebody, whoever the reporters were who were doing this expose uh, about how poorly people are treated uh, at Condé Nast um, the parent company of the, the food magazine that um, they are horrible people too and so are we supposed to be deleting our subscriptions to uh, Reply All and then of course Reply All is a Gimlet media company and they're all in bed like isn't uh, Radio Lab is in bed with them and This American Life and all these NPR centric radio shows slash podcasts are all um are all horrible employers and they treat people like shit. Does anybody know anything about this? Do I have to be deleting these podcasts? Uh, someone let me know. Because I... I don't know if I want to be supporting these organizations. Anyway, so that's that. So now the other thing is that uh, we're moving into this new house in just shy of a month now. Probably about, oh my god, what is going on here? Water. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't wash my truck. Oh, god. Um, just drove through a huge puddle of water that the work, the highway roadway workers are cleaning all the gunk. These roads are so dirty because this, in the wintertime with all the snow, they just lay the gravel on all day every day these gravel trucks go up and down these roads spitting out gravel so now everything is dirty and these yahoos from the highways are now cleaning up the gravel talk about a make work project anyway uh moving into this new house now the new house has a little wood-burning stove in it and um so, uh, I happened to acquire a rather large amount of wood. <laughs> so, um, I, I worked out a deal that the, uh, the, new, the, the old owner of the house is letting me come and pile all my wood uh, in the, down by the woodshed. Um, so uh, just yesterday I went down with my first two loads pickup truck fulls of wood I'm telling you man this wood is so heavy um, uh, I got huge I've got like four or five cords of wood um, at my disposal that I acquired so now I just got to get it moved down to the new house what a job 
So I did two loads yesterday in my in my uh, uh, in the Toe Monster, and um, like these are huge rounds. It's not chopped. It's not split wood. It's it's uh, the the rounds from the cut of the tree, and some of them are like two feet, two and a half feet uh, around. Uh, dia- was this diameter? Yeah, diameter. Um, so they are mother effing heavy. So I was pretty sore at the end of the day yesterday after doing two loads of wood. Um, I think I can, what a cord of wood is four feet. Is it four feet wide by four feet high by eight feet long? Is that what a cord is? I think that's what it is. Um, so if those are the dimensions of a cord, then I have... I think I'd probably have six cords of wood um, to move. And it's about, a cord is about, uh, of these really large chunks of wood, I can really only get maybe three quarters of a cord in a pickup truck, maybe. Um, I think a cord of wood is about a, is a cord of wood a half a truckload? I don't know. Anyway, I figure I got about six or probably eight yeah I would say eight truckloads if I can pile them high of uh, wood that I gotta move <laughs> but so that's what I'm working on right now <laughs> it is back-breaking work um, but here's the fun thing I was actually able to go and meet up with the owner of the house the guy who built this house so the house was built uh, in 2019 or 2018, the end of 20, finished building it in 2018, I think. Uh, he's been living in it for a year. He sold it to us in 2020 or 2021. So anyway, the house is no more than two years old. The guy built it himself. And here's the great thing. The guy builds houses for a living. So now he's an old guy. He's in his 70s or 65 or 70. So he didn't actually do the building, but he... he, he uh, hired this house building firm to build this construct his house for him but he lived right on the lot while they were building the house and he had very exacting standards so he was telling me all about all these things and stuff like this so I had a really great chat very nice man who sold me this house uh, it's given me all the skinny on the the house and he built the woodshed himself and the woodshed is super nice and, uh, and huge, like it's ten, 10 foot by 10 foot or 10 foot six by 10 foot six or something like that. Um, woodshed with a, a, a aluminum tin roof all over top of it. Oh, it's just, oh, mwah, love it. And, uh, and then he, he, and the other thing is, it's pre-wired for electric car charger, so that's not gonna be an issue. Oh, it's gonna be so nice. And um, anyway, so he was telling me all about the house and the chimney and, oh, this chimney is one of those really good chimneys from blah, 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 blah. Uh, blah, blah. He was telling me all about the chimney and the stove and he was, uh, he was showing me the air conditioning system. You got to do this. Here's, here's how the air conditioner works. Do the, keep, remember to do that and do this, blah, blah, blah. So um, uh, it was really nice to be able to talk to the owner of the house and, 
and uh, you know get all these little tips and tricks all the little secrets of the house so I really appreciate that you know realtors really discourage you from communicating with the buyer or the seller of your house for some weird reasons I, I don't entirely understand um, they feel that you shouldn't be talking to the owner of the house because I guess you might punch the guy in the face or there might be some sort of conflict of interest or something I don't know but they really don't they, they like to make sure that you only deal with the realtor the realtor deals with the other realtor and the homeowner deals with their realtor so I don't understand why that's like that but um, I I, I like being able to talk to this guy about this house and the way it was built and reasons why he did this and stuff like that. So it's nice to have a bit of uh, uh, handoff and communication with the owner of the house. So I'm really getting quite excited about um, getting into this new house and I get to see it now every uh, couple of days every week now that I'm running, <laughs> running my loads of wood down to the house guy's been super nice about you know yeah just come on down anytime I'll move my truck and just let me know if you're coming blah 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 and uh, so so I'm really I'm really happy about that so um, I don't know I think that that might be it for now. oh I'm going today today the big trip <laughs> the reason why we're driving a tow monster and I'm going into the big city so I'm driving on the highway here the big city is an hour away. I'm going into the big city to pick up my tires. I got my tires, my summer tires for the 911 Dorian Gray. So I don't have rims yet. I'm having a really hard time finding rims. Uh, but uh, I might have to put that little project on the back burner while I deal with these other things. Uh, so that's what's going on. And I have not yet heard from the census people about my census job so I kind of think I'm not going to be able to get take that job because uh, it's getting too close to moving day and all that kind of stuff I feel I'm going to be quite busy over the next two months all right that's it for me I am the fade driver thank you for listening uh, you can email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com this show is part of the Pride 48 Network, where you can find other LGBT and LGBT-friendly shows, pride48.com. All right, bye-bye.